21 now before 9, and it's time to check in on your money and find out what's going on on Wall Street this morning. We've got all kinds of good junk going on. The Chinese are growing like weeds. We're not uh, slowing down as much as we expected to on building houses. And, uh, well, hot diggity, we're all employed. Let's check in with Philip Statler and see what's going on with him this morning from Statler Financial Services. Philip, how are you today? Hey, good morning, Dave. I hope I sound a little better today. I got technology back up and running the way it's supposed to. So that's uh, we're thankful for that for sure. Absolutely, and I'm awful happy to hear you this morning. Uh, just to set the table this morning, yesterday wasn't too bad. The Dow was up 100 points. Standard & Poor's up 13.5. NASDAQ up by 34. And uh, yeah, the Russell was up by over a full percent, almost a percent and a quarter, up 21.68. On balance, I call that a pretty wall-to-wall good day on Wall Street, wouldn't you? I think so. I mean, I think for a Monday, uh, especially, uh, coming off of um – you know, last week was pretty much an up week, but we did have some volatility there that uh, that played its uh, played its role. But so it was good to see it rise. And the question is, again, during earnings season, can we continue to kind of follow through with that? Yeah, the banks have provided with some, well, I call it interesting entertainment this week at the very least. When we get to the reports from Goldman Sachs, we'll mention this in detail. But uh, one of the reports I was reading is that the uh, major banks and a lot of the ones that are based on consumer savings heavily, they've been saying they're seeing an awful lot of outflow because Apple and Goldman Sachs have gotten together to do a high-yield savings account. That I, what, what are they saying? It yields 4.5%, something like not, that? Not quite. 4.1%. Five. Wow. 4.15. Given, given the fact that, yep, and you got to have the fact that my, yep, given the fact that my little put and take savings account in one of the other banks, I think I looked at when I saw my interest come up on my cell phone. I'm getting like point oh one five percent or something. It's mostly just a cushion account anyway, but uh, compared to passbook savings, that sounds earth shaking, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Um, and so that's, I mean, that's probably the highest savings account rate I've seen. Now, you can get some CD rates up that high, but uh, as far as savings, just a blanket savings account, that's the highest rate I've seen out there. That's a, Yeah, that's, that's borderline. And it's causing some measurable outflows on the other banks as folks pull their money out. Uh, other economic news that comes out this morning. One thing happened overnight. It evidently made our markets happy looking at what happened to the uh, the futures markets about, oh, about three this morning. Uh, Chinese, uh, Chinese gross domestic product. Now, you and I both look at China's uh, government reports and say, yeah, right. But uh, their report, anyway, was that the uh, gross domestic product in mainland China grew by 4.5% last quarter, which is kind of good news for the market as a whole, because even if it's not true, the Chinese government will make sure it is true, no matter how much money they have to pump in to make it happen, right? That's right. Even if it's not true, they'll make it true one way or another. Yes, it's a, it's a government mandate. On our side of the pond, slightly more believable numbers come out of the government this morning, and it's one of our favorite industries to watch because of such a bellwether. Uh, building permits and housing starts. Reports for March, building permits, they were expecting a 6.5% decline. We got an 8.8% decline in building permits. However, they were expecting a 3.5% drop in housing starts where they actually start spending money to uh, make that building permit happen. And the decline was only eight-tenths of a percent. On balance, I'm going to consider that relatively good news because the actual part where the money gets thrown around is no, nowhere near as bad as they thought. 
Well, that's true. And looking back at yesterday, the home builder confidence index actually came in as expected and was up just uh, a little bit from 44 to 45. So um, that you add that with the other stuff you're seeing here, uh, you know, it's um, it's a slowdown, obviously, uh, but uh, still there, the optimism seems to be there with the home builder. Mm-hmm. And anecdotally, locally at the very least, some of the guys that work in real estate around town have been telling me they're seeing a slight rebound in terms of uh, resale prices of homes, too. We may we may have just flattened out enough to be able to uh, maybe plateau on the level that we're at because the declines in the national market slowing down a little bit less than expected, and uh, at least resale prices in our local market at the very least not continuing to fall. They're flattening off and maybe and occasionally improving a little bit in some sectors of the house market. Uh, it, uh, I hate to say it, but it's starting to sound like a soft landing could actually happen if things keep the uh, same tack we're on now. Well, yeah, but we're still early in the year, Dave. I hate to be a, a pessimist, and, and I'm not. I, I think, though, ultimately we'll get through it. But um, there's still a lot of year left, and um, we still haven't seen the full effect of that uh, uh, over one and a half, two percent increase in interest rates that happened last year. Uh, yeah, I know, but I'm just playing my role as the story. <laughs> as the starry-eyed optimist to your cynic. That's <laughs> <laughs> Hey, speaking of starry-eyed optimists, the report that I found yesterday afternoon that I printed out, they uh, printed out a, a list of the uh, metro areas nationwide uh, with the un- uh, with the area-by-area unemployment rate. Four of the five lowest unemployment rates in the whole doggone nation are here in Florida. Now, that's kind of an indication that you've got a uh, – we had a pretty good tourist season this year, I suspect. Well, I think we did, and you're getting more and more people moving here and staying, and so – um, you know, more people come if they're retired, then you've got to have more people to service those people. So that's going to keep your unemployment rate relatively low. Absolutely. We're not a big manufacturing state here. We're a service driven economy. So no, it doesn't mean we've got a lot of $50 an hour manufacturing jobs available, but we are finding jobs. And like I said, four of the five lowest unemployment metros in the country being in Florida, I, I got to believe that Ron DeSantis is going to use that figure somewhere in his campaign, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, I would think so. Definitely. That's, if, that's yeah, good if I were in his shoes, If I were in his shoes, I certainly would. Uh, looking at uh, the uh, earnings season continues, we're not into the meat of it yet, but we're getting some of the early ones. And the financials were interesting so far, and we got another big one today. Uh, the people that partner up with Apple for that ridiculously high savings account, Goldman Sachs, how did they end up doing? The Goldman Sachs came in with um, some mixed results, really. They uh, they came in with their revenue well below expectations, like a half a billion dollars um, less in revenue that was expected. Um, they also had a, a little less uh, commodities trading revenue than expected. So they've uh, they're not they're not really doing well this morning. Uh, their earnings now their actual earnings came in ahead of expected. They by about sixty nine cents. They came in at eight seventy nine versus eight ten. But uh, again, not um, revenue is what people are looking at there, not what everybody wanted to see. They're down three point, a little over three point eight percent this morning. Ooh, they're they're yeah. kind of the golden boys of Wall Street too. When they when when they miss, folks respond, don't they? Well, they do. I mean, there were some expectations there, and they didn't they didn't come close. So um, that's gonna you know hit them in the kneecaps. The other one, we had two other banks that reported, Dave. We had Bank of America, 
mm-hmm. they reported as well. They beat on top and bottom line. Um, their interest rate income, their interest income increased by 25%. Um, so that was some good news for them. And they're trading up about 1.3% right now. The other bank that we had report was Bank of New York Mellon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, uh, they missed on revenue as well, as uh, just like Goldman did. And uh, but they, they did obviously come in with um, earnings that, that hit expectations. So they're down about a half a percent right now. Okay, a little bit, a little bit of sector woes from Goldman Sachs. I'd imagine weighing down an otherwise decent report, right? Well, yeah, except for they missed on revenue as well. Oh, okay, I missed that part. Okay, yeah. Uh, over on the consumer side of the fence, we had an interesting report from Johnson and Johnson. I just saw the headline go across. Uh, what? How are they accounting for that telcom powder settlement? They aren't writing it all off on one quarter or anything, are they? Well, I'm sure for their financials, they probably are. Um, you know, you know, taking a hit, uh, but nothing in the report really even talks about the settlement that I see here. Um, so I'm not sure exactly how they're going to report that, but it, and it's always considered an extraordinary item. So it doesn't get figured into their normal operating income and expenses. Um, but so Johnson and Johnson get this, man, they, uh, they beat on revenue by over a billion dollars. That's a B, Dave, a billion, over a billion dollars they beat in revenue than expected. Um, Earnings came in a little bit better than expected, minus X items, meaning less that settlement that they had with the the courts. Uh, But they beat by about 18 cents a share, came in at 268. And so, uh, you know, with all of that said, they're bumped up about 1.2% this morning. That's a pretty nice number to make, especially when you've got something at extraordinary expenses hiding in the background, right? Yeah, with all that stuff going on for them, I mean, that's really a, a pretty good number for them to hit. Um, the other, we, we had Lockheed Martin also reported, and they, uh, they uh, basically came in expected for the year. And so they are, uh, they're, they're up about 2.1% this morning. Not bad. We're going to start getting some really interesting names coming in as well. Starting this evening, Netflix reports after the market closes. Tomorrow we're going to hear from Morgan Stanley, from Tesla, IBM, and a whole pile more. So the meat of earnings season is upon us, and so far we haven't had any major disasters, have we? No, I would say the, the closest disaster we've seen maybe right now is, is Goldman, and that's not really a disaster, but but a significant miss. Yeah, significant on re- on miss. Revenue. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take it happily. Resetting the table. Generally an update yesterday on Wall Street. The only index I see in red is the one we'd like it to be, and that was the VIX. It was down 45 minutes before we opened this morning. What are we looking at? You know, there, things are kind of sliding down a little bit. The Dow is at uh, a little less than a tenth of a percent right now, and it, it was double that earlier. Uh, the S&P 500 is up about a half a percent, and the NASDAQ 100 is up eight tenths of a percent. Uh, you, mes- you mentioned earlier the Russell 2000. It's up about a little over a half a percent right now. On the other side of the coin, we've got silver up four tenths and gold up four tenths as well. Uh, crude oil is heading down by seven, about seven tenths, uh, down to $80.28, Dave. And, and I hope it keeps going because, man, I saw the gas prices this morning and, and $3.75 
was the uh, the gas price I saw coming to work this morning. Yeah, one of my news tickers said 20 cent increase in the last week or week and a half. That's almost scary, isn't it? Man, that I'm going to tell you, just from what I filled up yesterday uh, or Sunday, I filled up Sunday at uh, $3.34 a gallon. <laughs> it's more than 20 cents. Yeah, that's exactly. Wild. That's what I'm thinking. Absolutely. Overseas markets, it was a mixed bag in Asia. The Chinese markets reacted kind of interesting to the uh, uh, to the Chinese GDP report. The Hong Kong market fell by six tenths of a percent. Chinese, uh, the Shanghai composite was up by a little. Japan was up considerably, so it was a mixed bag in the Asian rim. European markets generally up fractionally halfway through their trading day this morning. Want to find out what to do about a retirement that you can count on? That takes planning from an expert. How do I get a hold of you to get that plan going? Philip. Dave, then give us a call at 863-382-0037. And we'll walk you through our core retirement design. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 at 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning about the same time on light. Philip, thank you so much. You have a good day. All right, man. You too. Take care. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Remember that. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Have a great day. Join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, so long.